looking up and I've just moved in with Austin and his roommates. Nice. I yep. say that you've got the ironic, but actually not that ironic, danger construction site sign behind you. Fucking classic shit, mate. Yeah. Classic. Do, you, do you put that there knowing it was dumb, but then liking that you knew that it was dumb, but that you still put it up? <laughs> I hope someone went through that process, but um, I just moved in. Uh-huh. And I don't know. <laughs> You're just trying to find I, yourself. You're working out what works. I mean, I have purposefully planted myself here because I'm a bit of a bad boy. Oh, I get it. You should be yeah. wearing a hard hat. <laughs> if you go to my Tinder profile, it's just like, it's just me in construction fluoro just posing like, mm. I'm like a <laughs> next to it, next to a danger sign. And my, my bio reads, if you don't like danger, then don't get out don't of the kitchen. Bother with this. Don't even bother to swipe right because you're not gonna you can't handle the heat you can't handle meat i'm just picturing someone continuing to scroll down as your profile continues um and then quite rightly i think politely declining your invitation to catch up i wish i wish that was another option on tinder <laughs> swipe you can left, swipe swipe left right. right or politely oh. decline <laughs> thank you so much for your interest but <laughs> nick is not um going to continue with this relationship uh, but he wishes you all the best <laughs> polite tinder yeah it's nice so, so every time someone swipes no you're just like oh okay yeah that's all right what? it wasn't meant to be if anything, having a polite decline would seem more suspicious. Like with a yeah. note, it's just like, okay, whatever. But then At it's like, it's you're going now. out of your way to make me feel good. Which makes mm -hmm. me think that something's up. It makes me want to swipe right and then decline once you can open up the conversation. <laughs> oh, you actually thought, oh, no, you're dead to me. <laughs> so tell me about your spaghetti. Oh. Before the intro. What? You wanted to... Sorry, I have no idea of the context of this. Is this a post-intro worthy oh, story? Yeah. I'm just wondering if you want to do a cold open okay. uh, with the spaghetti story. Yeah. Uh, it actually works quite well. Um, Welcome to Deep Four, everybody. This is a podcast. Okay. Um, we do you know, a bit of words, a bit of talking, a bit of humour, a bit of philosophy. You know, and It's just two guys style. having... Please don't interrupt me. And a bit of fun on the internet. So... I'm glad that you're here. Bit of fun on the internet. Again, I just asked you, just for a little, just a smidgen of respect um, while I do the thing. Um, this is a, you know, a friendly chat. Um, and I'm glad that you're along for the ride. Um, my name's Nick, and I'll be your host this evening. And then, also, please, uh, please, just for once in your fucking life, just, just give me just a, just a smidgen of respect. I can respect you and interrupt you. Just a smidgen of respect. My name's Nick. Just a just. My name's Nick, and I'm happily showing you through this side of the internet today. But keeping things represented back in Australia is my friend Michael Zabrecki. Michael, you may now speak. Yeah. So tell me about that spaghetti. All right. Well, um, so I was in the store 
Buying some spaghetti. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was going to put some effort into the spaghetti. Well, really, I had spent less with the recipe that I was making. I was, I was going to spend less on the ingredients. So I thought I could splurge a little bit on the actual pasta, which I usually buy cheaper pasta because it's fucking pasta. It's just a, it's just a vessel for the ingredients, really. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But in this case, I I went to buy the, the 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 pasta that was in the in the cardboard, right? <laughs> which I, I never even venture up that way usually. You know the that barilla stuff that I'm, you know that stuff I'm talking about. And I went to pick up a box of fettuccine, and it just <laughs> fell everywhere in aisle six. This is not a great story. And so, uh, was, so, sorry, I did want yeah. to interrupt, but like, is that is that the halfway but, point, or <laughs> is there more to come? And there were two other. Oh, oh thank God! Okay, sorry. Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt. keep going. Two other young pasta shoppers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Aficionados. I'm really engaged. Um, <laughs> and, and they they just watched this happen, and I was like, "Pasta, am I right? It's hard." And they're like, "Yeah." <laughs> right. Oh Fine man. Shit. Oh, you sh oh, I missed you. I missed you, buddy. That, that was that's great, A. That's great, A. Oh, what a delight. Nice. How are you? Yeah. You good? Yeah. You drinking tea? I'm drinking a cup of tea. Loser. Only the losers drink tea. Damn it. Um, <laughs> all right. Is that your phone going off? No, that's your phone going off. Whoa. Oh, I can't see anything coming up. Anyway, let's um let's get this shiz on the biz. Um, we don't have any topics this week, but the two topics that we do have, we're going to fake our way through. I love how when I suggest something, then we're like, I you say, what topics do we have? I suggest something, and you go, all right, let's wing it. Fine. <laughs> and then I also got angry at you for not suggesting a topic. So it you know it's like a double-edged sword. But we can, I mean, I just didn't feel like it was substantial enough. Maybe we'll bring back in the New York Times things at the end, but we'll, we'll see how we go. The, um, <laughs> hey, I'm the one that pays for this podcast, Michael. I get all the control. Uh, all so the control. Thing, next week, things will change, yeah? Oh, yeah. Only if you pay 51%. Um, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, we'll have a stalemate. Wouldn't it be great if we couldn't decide on things and then we just both... Are you sure there's no one in the room? Yeah, it's Steph. Steph? Mm hmm. Do you want to say hi to Steph? No, thank you. Oh. He doesn't. Oh, uh, this is. You're doing it in the. Hi. <laughs> You're doing it in the middle of the fucking lounge room? Yeah, well, don't have a room yet. You don't have a room? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> what? Hold on, how did you skip that part? <laughs> you don't have a room? No. So I moved. Oh, hello. Hi. I moved out of uh, my house, but prematurely. Really. <laughs> That's so weird. Wow. Um. So what? You're just sleeping on the couch. 
Oh my and God. you thought this is still an appropriate time to have a conversation with someone over FaceTime. I didn't want to let you go. Oh, I love it. Um, let's get this shiz on the biz. Um, you did that. One of the things that a quick and, I suppose, casual Google um, brought up was the question of what are numbers? And it might yeah. seem like there's an obvious answer to that, but Michael, I'd like you to talk me through it. What are numbers? This is the same kind of question as what is time, really, in essence. Um, what are numbers? Well, they are labels for to quantify uh, things. Well, that wraps that up. I think we've solved that one. <laughs> oh, fucking boom, dude. Yeah. You, you, fucking you. nailed it, dude. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. That's what science says. That's your takeaway. <laughs> Our hypothesis here on Deep Four is... Tough. And even we with Google, know. we didn't get the answer. <laughs> Go on, Especially get out your Google. New York Times. Already got them up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, so set the do scene. I, do, do you want to do the jingle? Do I want to do the jingle? Yeah. Well, this is the second edition, right? No, this isn't going to be a thing. There's only one more to go. We're exactly. No, that's exactly why we don't need a jingle. You know why you don't like this? Is it because you're in control? It's because you're... F- yes. Actually, that's better than what even... What it, why? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say because it's fun. <laughs> but yours is better. Um, yeah, so we did... I thought this was great. I listened back to the last one. I was like, oh, this is great. Uh and I quote. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, so this is the second maybe, set maybe, uh, yeah. of maybe. two of three sets. Maybe just scroll to the place and then don't hit the keyboard right next to the microphone. Maybe fuck off. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out so you don't get that win. <laughs> and in that way, you always win. Set two. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Is that you pick from those three? Yourself, your life, or the future? Uh, any one of them. But you have you to pick, pick from one three. One of what's, those one three. Thing, what's one thing you want to know the most? With a crystal ball. Um, what is one thing I want to know the most? That's an interesting one. I don't know that oh. I have. I don't know that I have um, um, big unanswered questions in my life. I, I would want to know. What about how you die? No, nah, that's boring. Um, oh, that's boring. That's boring. Oh, boring. That's boring. Um, what? How about? Um, what question should I ask of this crystal ball to make me the happiest? The crystal ball says, fuck you. 
No, the Christopher Christopher goes, oh, damn it, that's a good one. Let me let me have a think about that. Oh damn it! Oh damn it! The crystal ball says damn. Oh, he's a smart one. This one. <laughs> Why? What, what would you want to know? Uh, I would want to know what I could do now to make me happy. God damn. It's really nice. Yeah. yeah. What I could do now. Hmm. Oh. Slow love me. Yeah. Don't uh, worry, don't worry about me. Just be really sweet just, and deep. Yeah. I, I just yeah. Let's just let's just politely decline and move <clears throat> on. Have you got the questions up? No, I don't. Was that a thing? You... Well, we were doing the thing. Oh, well, oh, fuck off. Uh, I'll just send it fuck to you. Fuck off. Are you watching I Lady just... Dynamite? I watched the first episode. Oh, man. I do. Maria Bamford is the funniest female comic. Uh, oh, it's so good, that show. It is good. It just keeps getting better as well. The first one I liked, and then the second and third ones are like, oh, my God, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll stick with it. Um, is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? And you can't say butt stuff. Butt stuff. Butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, dreamed of doing for a long time. Why haven't I done it? Well, my, my dream as a kid was to be a pilot. I always wanted to be a, a pilot. And why haven't I done it? Because I don't have enough money. <laughs> Physi- and you're physically weak. And your eyes are fucked. And you need to pass like... Basic intelligence things as well. Yeah. <laughs> but also the money thing. <laughs> That's a comprehensive answer. <laughs> Cheers for shitting on my dream. I've been doing at least that a the... lot lately. Least... Oh, good. <laughs> you work on a children's television show. That's why I have to Speaking let it out. Here. Happy birthday, by the way. Do you um, have a good too. day? Uh, yeah, I was at uni, but Austin and Co took me out to dinner, and we went and saw The Jungle Book, which is amazing. Nice movie, yeah. Really good. Did you go out to Loved Chinatown? It. No, we went to a fancy kind of uh, French restaurant. Oh, was it called the Marquise de Orange? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's just ready to go with your brain. Like you just have it as backup. <laughs> just reserve supplies of French bullshit <laughs> restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever that part of your brain's just like hey <laughs> I studied like... French for years <laughs> well since I, was, I can't even like imitate it <laughs> like an asshole um what what is the greatest accomplish, accomplishment of your life can I answer this for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah go on your sister you know what I was going to say? <laughs> what? I was going to say my son. But, um, yeah, no, that's... Uh, yeah. I don't get that one. Yeah, it would, have been, it would have been funny just sort of off the bat. But, <laughs> but anyhow. Um, greatest accomplishment of my life. Um, oh, New Zealand. This job. Sorry, it's your question. I don't know. I mean, you might be right. 
If it is, like, you probably... You wouldn't be too wrong, but at the same time, it's kind of an underwhelming realisation. I was watching a video, because I followed the Adam and Eve show page, mm. Facebook page, and I saw, like, a video... Facebook.com that... forward slash the Adam and Eve show. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I saw a video that you weren't necessarily in, but you are in the background, and it just showed your office. Mm. And it got me thinking about your job and like, like, cause I haven't, I didn't have like a visual map of what you actually did, mm. um, like day to day. And it kind of put things into context and, um, and then I started thinking quite hard about what you actually do for a job. And I was like, like filled with intense jealousy for about a minute. Wow. It's the nicest thing you've said. Yeah. I guess being... Je- how, how weird is jealousy? Yeah, it's interesting, eh? I wonder what, what biological... Oh, fuck off with your New Zealand slang, mate. Like, it's not, no one's buying it, okay? It's bullshit. Sorry. Go on. It's Canadian as well. What? Yeah, what? You're doing like a Canadian thing. You're not in fucking the Canada. You're not in Canada's. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, All right. Go on. That's a good point. What biological um, reasoning is there for jealousy, do you think? Um, I, I guess ambition, competitiveness. As in um, you... Protection. You see like the you, alpha of the pack with your lady, lady ape and you're just like... Or your boy ape. <laughs> For some of the queer Neanderthals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm sorry, that was very... The camp uh... Neanderthal. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's oh. a sketch in there somewhere. Um, but, uh, and I get, but like, how does that improve? <clears throat> oh, I suppose if, if it's a jealousy thing and then it like leads you to achieve more or take risks or something like that then i guess that's what it is you you do better and you're you're you get more spoils or more food and you survive and you protect what you already have like if you're yeah yeah if you're jealous of your partner you can you're territorial to yeah yeah interesting but i guess i guess it is it i think we've said before what are the, what are the are there any useless emotions and i think jealousy seems like it would be the closest one if you, oh, here's a good one. You have to eliminate one emotion. Like humans never get to feel that again. Anxiety. Uh, no. Wait, does, okay. Does anxiety have a purpose? Yes, because it makes you cautious. But, but I think that, I think you can be, I think you could remove anxiety without shredding too far into like uh overconfidence i think there's a middle ground there i wouldn't count as anxiety as an emotion what okay so it but jealousy is an emotion but anxiety isn't um yeah, I mean, when you put it like that, it doesn't seem like... 
It's because basically emotions are internal feelings that we give names uh -huh. to, yeah. Yeah. And disgust yeah. is is a emotion. Uh, yeah, disgust. Well, disgust. You wouldn't want to get rid of disgust. Hold on, I've got a I've got a list of eight basic emotions here. Okay. Robert Pluchnik. I don't know that one. Fear. You want fear? Yeah. Anger. Uh huh. You want anger? Uh huh. Oh, I think you broke up for me. Are you there? Sorry, you yep, dropped yep, it back. Yep, no, that's good. Okay. Um, are we keeping anger? Yeah, I think we're keeping anger. Sadness? Yeah. Definitely. Um, joy? Yeah. Disgust? Just read through them all and then we'll make the All right, call. the next one's that disgust, trust, anticipation, and surprise. Interesting. Jealousy and anxiety. You didn't even guess. Oh wait, he's got book two. <laughs> oh no, this is book two of Aristotle's rhetoric. Okay, so more. Ar so these are Aristotle's: anger, friendship, fear, shame, kindness, pity, indignation, envy, and love. Why didn't the first guy include love? What a dickhead! He's like the most obvious one. He's like, oh, fucking forgot. But love's not <laughs> stupid. Love's. I don't know, but see, some of those, like, I think you can draw, a, like, a distinction. Like, obviously, those first ones are more primitive than the later ones. Do yeah, you... that's true. Um, As I <laughs> scroll down, I realize it's getting more complex. <laughs> um, courage is one. I think, Patience. I think I'll get rid of, what was it? I... So, trust and envy. Was that the end of that first batch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust and envy. It's tough, eh? Cause you oh, and anticipation. Anticipation, that's the one. Fuck anticipation. That can go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Out of all of them. What? Well, I mean, all of these have got to have some use. See, what's anticipation useful for? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe they don't have to have some use. Maybe. Maybe it's just a reaction. Okay. Right. What's um, the, uh, what do you value most in a friendship? I don't necessarily have to answer that question myself, do I? <laughs> I thought you were going to like plead the fifth. Like, Can uh, I have double standards? My, my client would like to uh, <laughs> pass on that question on the grounds of self-incrimination. <laughs> <laughs> not being made fun of <laughs> obviously I obviously don't believe not. that obviously not. what are the most in a friendship I don't know um, well I mean no I can certainly value this I probably would value this more if I don't myself display it um, that is probably empathy and um, the ability to listen and care and loyalty. Oh God, I'm such a shitty person. <laughs> what? Wait, 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 wait. What just happened there? I just went into a spiral. Are you okay, man? Be fine. You see what I showed 17. there? You see what I showed? Empathy. <laughs> <laughs> Next, 
for the next Halloween, I'm going as empathy. <laughs> the one emotion <laughs> you threw away. <laughs> oh, yeah, empathy. Uh, what is your most treasured memory? What is my most treasured memory? You know what? Like, I, I have increasingly discovered that I don't... I don't have, like, many... Sorry. Uh, I don't... No, I... separate. Okay. Go on. You're laughing at a different thing. I was... Yeah, sorry. Um, like, I, my memories of... So, it, it's funny that you, like, when asked that question, my brain immediately assumes it's going to be, like, a really old memory. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Like, and then then I started thinking, oh, God, well, I, I don't remember, like, huge chunks of my childhood like I, I i just you know there's bits that if people mention stories i'm like oh yeah that happened but like it doesn't just come to me like i don't have just easy access to like those you know early years mm-hmm. so what's my most treasured memory i guess it would be something more recent you know it might have been um you know uh going to um, Radiohead with my dad in Berlin or uh, or Radiohead in Sydney with you guys, you know. Just any of the Radiohead concerts that I've been to. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, um, yeah, moments moments with friends and family. And they're probably the ones which are kind of unremarkable. Um, Mm. But just just content you know moments of contentedness well um austin and i have this uh we have this talk a lot and we used to have it on that on that fridge at clapham you you know how it used to have all those notes Mm -hmm. and uh, one of the things written on there was i wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days while you're in them Mm. And uh, I find myself. I was thinking that at the time, obviously, because I I wrote it down and put it on the fridge. But then I've left that time, and thinking back on it now, they were they are the good old days. So the memory has formed and crystallized into this thing in my head that it it wasn't that at the time. And Austin keeps telling me. You're you're in the good old days now, but I call bullshit on that. I think when you put that Holy up on the shit. when when you put that up on the fridge, I think you had to know that you were in the good old days. I did not feel that at all. I think I think it's only a retrospective thing. When you put that up on the fridge, were you were you putting that up with sorrow because of yeah. the good old times that you'd already passed? You thought you yeah, missed I, the I good was, time already. I, I was referring to another time. I can I can name that time. It's it's pointless me doing that, but yeah. I could I, I was referring back to a specific time. Wow. Yeah, well then Austin is definitely right that if you don't realise that these are the good old days, then you're a fucking idiot. And that's what he said. That's what he said. And he wrote that on the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> What is your most terrible memory? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I have many. Oh, good. We're doing the vacuuming. 
<laughs> um, I have many. <laughs> so, now. so this is so you're you're in the lounge room. You're sleeping on the bed in the public space underneath a construction site sign. I'm showering in the rain <laughs> when it does. But at least you have internet now, right? Yeah. But I miss the neighbours, but... So, in this context in which there are other people clearly around doing household chores, please recite and to us have... your most now... terrible memory. <laughs> now I have to say my most terrible memory in front of an audience. Um... I do realise this is still being recorded. It was always going to be in front of an audience. Yeah. <laughs> but it's weird saying it, like, almost directly to Steph right now. It's classic Steph, though. Steph won't care. Um, okay, my most Why don't you ask memory. Steph? Ask Steph her most terrible memory. Steph, what's your most terrible memory right off your head? Don't think too much. Most terrible memory? No, I'm going to think too much about that. That's something that you have to think too much about. She's going to be useless on this one, to be honest. Definitely. All right. Steph. Classic Steph, yeah. Um, my most terrible memory that I can think of was... And I'm sorry I have to... Do you want me to walk away? No. I want you to hear in a weird way. Okay. Stay. Does she know what's going on right now? Did you pre-explain this? Did you put up a post-it note? She's humming. Is she humming out of politeness so that you can reveal your darkness? Yeah, she's humming out of politeness. Yeah. Oh, I love her already. Um... You don't have to hum. You can ju- I'm just going to tell Nick my most terrible memory. Um, my, the most terrible memory, uh, off the top of my head, when I was maybe 10, no, 12, you don't have to hum, Steph. It's actually <laughs> counterproductive if you start. As I, I was on the soccer oval at uh, lunchtime, and auspiciously... I decided to wear pants that day instead of shorts, and I usually, Nick, wore shorts. On this particular day, I was playing soccer, and I felt an intestinal crisis happening, uh, an an imminent crisis, Um, and the toilet was too far away. And so I went behind a tree but didn't make it. And then to save face, I kept on playing soccer. And everyone knew. And I had filled my pants. And then I went went back to class. This is at an all boys school. Oh, yeah. Back to class. Tried to see if anyone notice, which everyone did <laughs> definitely notice, including the teachers. I remember the teacher coming up to me and saying, Michael, uh, I said to her, I felt, I felt, I feel sick. I just wanted to get home because I mean, shoes were becoming involved <laughs> and I asked to be excused and she was very understanding. Oh man. Just to remind you, this is my most terrible moment. And you shouldn't be cracking it up. And, um... <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> she said <laughs> the teacher said um, do you have a pair of change of clothes I remember this distinctly she said do you have a pair of clothes that you can change into like a sports uniform and I said no why <laughs> instead of just no I was always trying to save face and then I sat in the office in the front office with the reception, and they all knew. <laughs> I actually sat on a couch that they got rid of within a week. <laughs> after. And, um, and also, the, the week after that, one, I remember one of the boys saying to me, Michael, did you shit your pants the other day when you were playing soccer? <laughs> And I was like, no. And they're like, fucking smell like you did. And then, another layer. This is great. Um, I went, I changed schools. Not because of that. <laughs> but, somehow, word had, I, tra- I changed within, an, I changed like the next year. And, one of the guys there, I was playing cricket with, said, I heard that there was a guy who shat his pants while he was playing soccer. And I was like, how the fuck is this following me? <laughs> it travelled schools. Wow. So that's my most terrible memory. Next question. Thank you. That was yeah. that was truly brilliant. Uh, I, I like never said that before. You've never told anyone that? Uh, I think I... Your family must know. Oh, my family definitely knows. That's wonderful. Yeah, they've, they've, they've used it against me a bunch of times. Alright, if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you're living now? Um, well, yeah, obviously. But I don't think that necessarily means that I'm dissatisfied with my life. Just that if the priorities changed with an, with a year to left, I would, you know... I would have other things to do. I'd go traveling. It's kind of a stupid question. So it's like, what if you died by, you know, you got attacked by a tiger? It was like, okay, well, I won't jump in the tiger enclosure. Yeah. You know what we could do for a topic in, an, in another podcast? Um, if you knew you were going to die tonight, how would you spend your last six hours or something? I don't know. Maybe we have. Um but yeah, I would probably travel. I would probably go back to friends and family. I would probably drastically up my personal creativity to leave as many fully complete, you know, stories, songs and things there. Yeah, just just it would all be... I would not worry about money as much and just... just burn through experiences to get everything that I could. Do you worry about money now? No, but I mean, like, I would... Currently, life is like, okay, well, you put some aside so that you have savings. But, you know, in that kind of instance, you know, I don't have heirs that I need to leave anything to. So you would live more spontaneously, more impulsively? Probably, yeah. I'd just... I'd just... I'd do as many things as I could. 
What does... Do you have kids one day? Sorry? Do you have kids? I hope so. Yeah. I don't know whether that's through, like, surrogacy or through adoption or something, but... Yeah. Or through evolution, maybe yeah, you never know. <laughs> maybe it's I'll just keep trying. We'll see if the it ability to give birth. Yeah, as a male. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what does friendship mean to you? This is wow. It, you seem to be getting all of these. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's trying to tell me something. Um, I don't know. I've had issues with that. Um, I, loyalty, probably. Loyalty in yeah. in what sense? Oh, okay, yeah. No, good point. Um, loyalty and saying being honest as well. Lo- loyalty and honesty. But lo- what do you what do you mean by loyalty in a friendship? Do you mean someone um, sticking up for you or someone uh, do, doing like doing things on your behalf so you don't have to like I don't know like oh it's broad mm. does that mean blind adherence no no that's why that's why honesty okay okay um, what, what roles do love and affection play in your life those questions are getting shitter. <laughs> this is set two. Maybe it all turns around for set three. What roles do love and affection play in your life? They provide comfort. They they are a support system. I don't know. It seems relatively. It's shit. Both those last two are shit. Mm. What's the next one? Oh, God. Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five items. We wouldn't be able to get that's five. Not, that's, not, that's not even balanced. No. Well, I need to share a total of five. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I totally get that. Um, do you want to do that one or skip that it? One. Yeah. I'll skip it. We've Can't that. think of anything nice about you. How close and warm is your family? Do you feel like your childhood was happier than most other people's? Yeah, my, my, my childhood was probably happier than some kid in... Yeah, no, I think unquestionably both of, both of our childhoods were way happier than like 90%, 95% right, of the world's population. All right, let's, let's, forget, let's forget 95% of the world's population <laughs> and let's just focus on white upper middle class kids. Mm-hmm. All right, so forgotten that, forget they're, they're done. So... Do, do you think your childhood was happier than mine? So I think that my childhood was happier than yours. God, that's an inch, that's a, I think yes, probably. What would you say? So you, you think I'm some poor kid, don't you? I th- honestly, that was that was where I was, I was going. I was thinking, I don't know. Did Wait, really? Well, I yeah. I mean, if you balance, like, I was like, okay, yeah, sister, he had his parents there. No, that's all right. Both lived in only. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I had my parents had more money as a kid. I don't know. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but so, not not 
Not like. No, I mean on a grand a scale, it's very equivalent. <laughs> Steph just asked if it's rude to put on headphones. I don't know how that could possibly be rude. I don't want to be rude and be listening, so I will decide I'm going to watch my TV show that I started when I was queen. Did you get that? Um, can you get her to move closer to the microphone, please? <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, well, I mean, but you had. Well, when did you know that you were gay? Um. Four, 14, 15 maybe? No, maybe later, 15 or 16. All right, okay. I don't know. So, yeah. You're getting into adolescence and adulthood. Oh, definitely. Because yeah. it wasn't even like a... It wasn't even conceptually on my radar, like as a thing that could be applied to myself, if you yeah. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't know. But I don't... Th- again, I mean, when you look at that period you know as you look at childhood as a whole two-thirds of it was pre-puberty you know um so where it was not even a thing Mm -hmm. okay yeah were you gonna say that um my childhood was or wasn't happier than yours um no it seems to me like you did probably but not for any real i i think we're probably about the same yeah um, I was not definitely not unhappy as a kid. Hmm. How do you feel about your relationship with your mother? Oh no, no, that that's now back to me. Sorry. Yeah. How do I feel about my relationship with my mother? But we can both answer that. I, guess. Um, I feel content with my relationship with my mother. Um, she was. I don't know if you know this. She was the last person in my family that I came out to. and Last? I, yeah. For a, it's a tactical choice. Well, I suppose. It must have been, surely. Well, I, I mean, my dad found out, so I never told him. Oh, okay. And then I did tell my sister. Yeah. And then that kind of led her, as, but not through, like, any malice or anything. But then... Yeah. Um, like I discovered last year, um, so when I moved out, um, there was a bit of like a weird um, period when she wasn't like being as communicative back home as um, as you know she had been with um, you or with the whole family with me, ah. and then um, yeah, it it turned out that she had been. Um, uh, mulling over that exact same point when um when she did realize that she was the last person that i'd come out to and she oh right tried to work out what she had done to to make me not trust her in that way which is not what it was but um you know she so she felt she felt hurt yeah and um you know i had a few good chats with her um, and, you know, explanations because, you know, a lot of that side of my childhood was something that, or, you know, adolescence was something that I had withheld from her. Yeah. Um, and so it certainly felt like we had come to a better understanding of each other after it. Um, and certainly things are as good now as they have ever been before. 
Um, so yeah, I feel like she, um, she and I get along well. We are similar types of people in many ways. Um, and George and dad are, are very similar to each other in their own ways. Um, are you more, more like your dad or your mum? Yeah, I think I'm a split down the middle of both of them. And I think George is too. Or maybe George leans to dad a little bit more and me to mum a little bit more. But um, like I definitely know there are parts of myself which are very much like dad. Um, like what? Like Good. the arrogance. And... Rude, to <laughs> Rude to waiters. Yeah. How dare you? It actually still really hurts my feelings. I think I'm nice to waiters. But anyhow, um, it's something I actively work on. Every time I go into a restaurant now, I think Good. consciously to myself, how am I behaving to people? And Good. it's not Change the world for the better. You're making me out to be a monster that I wasn't. Um, <laughs> I forget how we got into that tangent. But any, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, but I also have a lot in common with my mum as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you and your mum? Oh, it's never been better. I love my mum heaps. <laughs> That's it. She's the best. Hmm. She's, oh, actually, she is, she is, she is, I have a lot in common with my mum. I probably more so than my dad. Um, I have a good relationship with my dad too now, but my mum is a bit of a thrill seeker. And she, she's gone skydiving, she's gone bungee jumping, and <laughs> last week she started taking uh, flying lessons. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she's That's fucking crazy. mental. She's, yeah, she's fucking great. That's awesome. Yeah, she's the best. Love you, Carol. Well done. Now it's no, time no. for Science News. Play the jingle. Science News. Shut shut Play the jingle. It's that time. Time for science news. Hydrogen. Jupiter. Hoverball. Great jingle. <laughs> Great jingle. <laughs> I honestly can't wait to hear that jingle again. Yeah. Even though I just did. Yeah. Oh, you, you want? Yeah. You're saying you want to hear it again? Let's play it again. Don't do it. No. Just release it on iTunes for 99 cents, like everyone else. Just, just a little bit of respect, Michael. <coughs> just a smidgen of respect. Let's hear it again. It's that time. Time for science news. Hydrogen. Jupiter. Hoverball. Great jingle. (laughs) Alrighty. Yeah. Everyone knows. Favorite um, segment. Everyone's favorite segment. (laughs) Everyone knows it. (laughs) It's the favorite segment that everyone knows. It's science news. Welcome (laughs) to science news. (laughs) That's. Now, okay. News yeah. news this week in science news, which everyone knows, is Science America. Scientific America has put out an article. They might not have written it themselves, but it's it's on right. the website. Okay, here's the heading. Earth 
is tipping. You sniffed over that word, so I'm just going to say it again in case the podcast audience didn't get it. So just, just Earth is tipping because of climate change, oh, melting, melting ice, and shifting rain patterns are causing the North and South Poles to drift. So here's some news, right? The North Pole can drift as much as 10 meters across a century, but it has recently taken a sharp turn to the east because of climate change. And scientists are debating how much melting ice and changing rain patterns are affecting where the poles are. So we like to think, Michael, that global warming is not a thing, right? Yeah. You and I have both I, for I'd years. I'd love to think that, yeah. We have written pamphlets about it. We have stapled like sheets of paper to community church notice boards with tear off phone numbers. I love the idea of someone calling themselves a pamphlet writer. Yeah. Like Nick Shadell, pamphlet. <laughs> and um but I think in my head I had assumed global warming was kind of a kind of a like a top a top level earth problem like like it was on the it was on the skin of the onion does that make sense you can see my gestures but no one else can like it was a top yeah, of the earth i just lost connection with you for about 10 seconds and i come back to you just doing all hand gestures yeah I like know. i i'm thinking of it as like an the top of the onion problem right okay but yeah. i think this is one of the first times that i realized oh shit this is affecting our whole onion. Like, like the actual, you know, all of the earth, all the bits of the earth are now being affected by it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I just lost, I just lost contact with you at the worst time and you were doing these crazy hand movements and talking about onions. <laughs> it's just a know. standard science news edition I don't know why you're suddenly surprised. We have done this yeah. segment thousands of times. Do you think science news and George Clooney news will ever intersect? We can't do both. But we can do two of them at the same time. We can do George Clooney's Science News Presents. <laughs> and then you just you read off what you what the top article is when you type George Clooney science into Google News. No, but but the sponsor is George Clooney Science News <laughs> presents <laughs> just something else. Yeah, yeah John West Tuna. That's genius, yeah. Presents John West yeah. Alrighty, well... Just uh, presents the other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's as sensible a place as any to wrap this sh- up. Um, Marcus Abreki, where can people on the internet find you? Deep4 at gmail.com. Send us some new questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Facebook.com slash Nick. Let me hear you say. Deep4. Yeah. Uh, also Twitter, but I don't know anyone that no uses, one uses Twitter. Twitter. So don't worry um, about that. You can send any kind of question you like for us to talk about on the podcast to the Facebook page. Michael will answer it within seconds. Within literal seconds, I know I this is this isn't this is a recurring thing that we bring up, right? It, it comes to the point where it starts to feel a little bit stale, a little bit like 
Why do they keep bringing this up? Like, is it losing yeah. its magic now each time? Like, is this pathetic? Are we, yes. Are we running it into the ground a bit? Is this joke working? Maybe not. Yeah. But here's the point, and here's why I yeah, do bring it up. Bring because it, up. it is fucking amazing fucking how amazing. quickly you will answer this message. Yeah. Like, like uncannily, like, I send you messages and they go unanswered for days. If I mm. message the deep thought page, you respond to me instantly. Within, and I can't, it's like knee jerk. It's neat. It is. It is can't like, even help it. It literally, if your phone's in your pocket and you send a yeah. deep thought message, Michael's leg will literally jerk so jerk. hard yeah. from the notifications that he yep. can't help but open it. So that's just a fact. That's just a that's fact. A fact. That's, that's just science. 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 Yeah. Just some there science news. Let's hear the jingle. Great, Great jingle. jingle. Yeah. Um, that about yeah. wraps it up. Oh, That's where you can find all the previous episodes as well. And, you know, if you're on the iTunes, if you're listening to us through iTunes or on your iPod, just click that five-star button, baby. Just click And it. if uh, I owe Nick... Six, I, actually, I actually owe Nick $65. $65. So if, uh, if you want to help me out, I was going to start a Kickstarter, but mm-hmm. I was just going to do it verbally. Oh. So... Um, I'll just give out my bank details, and if anyone wants to send me money, yeah. it's one eight five one five two. And account number oh three five eight seven four three four zero. Those are the real digits, people. Send me some cold hard cash. Nice. Ah. Yeah. Hey, um, uh, how much do you need for kickfast? Like, I'll just um, I can give you like thirty bucks to your kickstart. I need about sixty four dollars. Sixty four bucks. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm expecting some money next week, so can I can I pay next week? Who are you expecting it from? This is a vicious cycle. <laughs> As always, a pleasure. An absolute fucking pleasure, if you ask me. Are you still Namaste. keeping? Can I ask you a serious yeah. question just before we uh-huh. wrap up? Um, mm-hmm. Are you still keeping in touch with Elliot? Play the jingle.